Good morning to you. It is Tuesday morning, December 8th, 9 a.m. Central Time. Glad you have joined us here at the kitchen table. My name is Dave. My name is uh, Michael. No, I didn't forget my name. It just uh, on the computer, we got the website open, you know, looking at the news and things like that. And what caught my eye was one of the sites I had opened and started playing a video, and uh, it distracted me. <laughs> Well, I put up Fort Smith, and then it dawned on me, okay, it's just a, just a uh, advertisement for something in Fort Smith. They're just, you know, one of those things. They track you, and they play the advertisements that they feel would be the most effective, which is... I even sent an email out this morning. We do our show prep, you know. We go to all these different websites and stuff. And, man, there is one website. Well, two, actually, but one I sent the email to. I mean, you can't open a story, you can't scroll down to read the story without some type of a pop-up ad opening up. And I used to have a pop-up blocker, but uh, maybe that thing's... Maybe it was uh, disabled, or maybe they found a way around it. But anyway, neither here nor there. Well, it's Tuesday morning. We're getting closer and closer and closer to uh, a magical holiday, and I'm looking down at my notes, and I see everything printed funky. You know, you get everything lined up to print on one page, and then you make one adjustment, and everything's kind of out of whack. But anyway, neither here nor there. Well, something sad to report this morning. First thing, Chuck Yeager, we lost him last night. He, uh... Passed away at 97. 97. Remember that movie, The Right Stuff? Uh, Sam Sam Shepard, I think, played him in the movie, The Right Stuff. That was a really good movie. But uh, Chuck was in that movie. I don't know if you knew it or not, but he played the bartender at that little dive bar where all the pilots hung out. But anyway, the... He, 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 he accomplished a lot in his life. I, I wish I could only accomplish one-tenth of what he accomplished. But anyway, time keeps moving forward, don't it? All right. The, uh, well, I guess we've got to start out here. Question of the day. Yesterday's question, in case you're tuning in to find out what the answer was. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I hope you're tuning in for more than just that. About 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. What is it? And I tell you, a lot of your you people, your minds are in the gutter. <laughs> but I, I get where you're coming from with some of the responses we got. COVID-19. I mean, uh, you would think maybe... Indoor sports would go up, but uh, no, it had nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Or people would stop. You get the idea. But anyway, no, you were wrong. About 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. What is it? Wearing deodorant. I don't know. That, that's what, that's, I don't, I, you know, we don't we don't make this stuff up. I just report it, and I go by uh, what the uh, poll or whatever tells us. But anyway, 
I don't know. Not wearing deodorant in the wintertime, maybe not so bad, but boy, summertime, uh, forget it. If you're not wearing deodorant, people around you will know it. Believe. I even know it if I forget to put it on, and I never forget to put it on. Some days I, I, I put on deodorant, and I get out there on the lake or something, I'm going, man, I should have put on more deodorant. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we get off on that. Okay, today's question, the question of the day. In the past year, about 10% of us have done this while at work. What is it? In the past year, about 10% of us have done this while we were on the clock, so to speak. What is it? Okay, if you want to play, well, you know what to do. Send me an email, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can go to our website. FreightBrokerTV.com. You can even call me, or well, studio line anyway, 479-668-0213. We will divulge the answer tomorrow morning. If you're new, you may be wondering, hey, cool, yeah, I want to play. What do I win? <laughs> what do you win? You win absolutely nothing. <laughs> you get recognized. <laughs> so anyway, okay, one more time. In the past year, about 10% of us have done this while on the clock. What is it? Let me know what you think it is, and we'll divulge it in the morning. All right, something was on my mind just a moment ago, and I no, just totally went, Phew. It'll come back to me in a minute. All right, 12,700 more uh, transportation jobs in November, trucking jobs. That's good news. Truck transportation jobs rose 1,474,400 in November. Who keeps track of this? I mean, we're in the transportation industry. We don't, nobody ever calls us. Hey, any new jobs this month? How do they come up? They just guessing this? I mean, how do they do this? But anyway, this is according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Shows an increase of 12,700 more jobs from the uh, prior month. Even with the most recent increase, trucking jobs are still below where they stood in November of last year. But, you know, November of last year was uh, pre-COVID-19. The November figure is 55,400 jobs less than a year ago. Number of warehouse jobs in the U.S. continued to rise at a hefty pace to BLS. You know, you take out that, you take out that L, and I, I think we hit it on the head. <laughs> the BLS reported total jobs were up 36,800 to 1,304,900 jobs. Since September, the number of warehouse jobs has gone up 64,500. Okay, a lot of people going back to work. They're wearing the mask. Rail jobs continued their steady decline. They, they stood at 144,800 jobs, a decline of 2,000 jobs from uh, October. The rail sector is down 21,000 jobs since November of last year. I assume they're talking about railroad. 
Now here's a here's a cutie, although the number of people flying has slowly climbed. <laughs> the number of air transportation jobs rose only 2,800 to 388,800 jobs. I don't know, that uh, that airline industry, man, that, that's a tough one. You know, I was watching, you know, during the peak, if you will, of the uh, COVID-19 thing, thing and nobody knew what was going on, what was going to happen next. Nobody had a clue about any of it. And a lot of these airlines were sending their uh, planes out to Arizona, to the dry climate, so they could put them in storage. And if you've ever been to Tehachapi, they got a, it's kind of like where the uh, old planes go to, they retire to out there in the Mojave Desert. But yeah, in the Mojave, you know, all those planes sitting out there, I used to just blow me away. I would have loved, whenever I, you know, I was going up to, going out to California, you know, I come in 40 and I cut across there at Barstow, go through four corners over to Tehachapi. But before you get to Tehachapi, it was Mojave, you know, you pull up stop sign, turn right, right there, you know, as you're coming into Mojave out there, over on the right, when I was going into California anyway, you know, all those airplanes, all, you know, I was like a little kid, I wanted to go out there and just play in them, you know, go out there and look around, I bet there was some neat stuff. I met a person, matter of fact, oh, it's been years ago, but I guess their business is still up and running, a small town just north of us here in Fort Smith is a uh, company. I don't even know the name of the company. But it's an airline salvage company. And what they do is they go out to these planes that are going to be retired and they salvage all the usable parts off of them that another airplane might need. And they bring them back and they warehouse them in this big warehouse and I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere. What's well, in the woods? And I had no idea this company even existed, but it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Anyway, I had a chance to uh, see that one day, years and years and years ago. Hey, having a birthday? Your birthday today? Well, happy birthday to you. Remember, if you're having a birthday and uh, you want to be included on our birthday wish list, or when we start talking about birthdays, who's having a birthday today, that kind of thing. Let me know. Email me, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can call. You can uh, use our freightbrokertv.com website, all that fun stuff. But uh, we'll be talking about that. So you still got time. If you uh, get it in right now, and I see it in time, all right, we don't usually talk about it. Well, I guess we do, but, you know, we talk more about other stuff than this. <laughs> I saw this this morning. I just laughed and laughed. AOC, I call her AOC because I don't know how to pronounce her name. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or whatever. I don't even know what she's, you know, whatever. But anyway, you remember Goya? Goya. She came out and... Uh, really uh, goofed on them and called for a boycott against the company uh, a while back, or last month, I guess. She, uh, I don't know what her beef was. I really don't pay a lot of attention to that woman. 
her and the uh, Pelosi. I mean, Pelosi. It is what it is, you know. They've, you know. But anyway, well, what caught my eye is this company that uh, AOC tried to get everybody to boycott. Well, AOC, the, the, the CEO of Goya, made her employee of the month because her boycott <laughs> actually increased their sales something like a thousand percent. I thought that was kind of funny. But anyway, uh, we see humor in all kinds of ways. Hey, if you're not following us, we wish you would. You can do that on Twitter. You can follow us on YouTube. Yes, there was a video that was supposed to be done yesterday, and we ran. We, we didn't have time to get it up and get it done, so... Maybe today there will be a new video up. I know, uh, Insider, you got a video coming. That's going to be a live broadcast, though. We've, we've been doing li- a lot of live broadcasts on YouTube. And uh, that's getting ready to go back to our videos. Like we were posting before we started doing those daily or every other day broadcasts. And those broadcasts are going to move to the Insider area. Now, we'll still do a live broadcast here and there on YouTube, but... The majority of the live broadcasts you will find on the FBTV Insider. Now, what is the FBTV Insider, you might ask? Well, it's where we house all of our public content. That includes radio, podcast, videos, everything. You'll find it there and then some. Now, if you want access to all that material, well... It's free. You you can register for free. And you have access to all of our public content. The the Insider live broadcast and the Insider-type content like that, that, now if you want access to all of that, and we're, you know, with with the Insider content, we're, well, it is what it is. We're, We're talking about more things pertaining to the transportation industry, freight brokering, things of that nature. Yeah, if you want access to all that content, yeah, you it's two ninety nine a month. I mean, come on, really? Okay, more audio, more videos, more live broadcast. You know, you can uh, check it out. Go to well, you can check it out from FreightBrokerTV.com up at the top. It says FBTV Insider, or you can go to. Uh... Oh, okay, <laughs> FBTVInsider.com. No, I looked down on my hand and. Uh... Glitter. I had some blue glitter on my hand. I was like, where did that come from? But I was, uh, well, before we got started this morning while we were waiting to go on the air, I was I was looking at one of my lures, my baits, soft baits, uh, Strike King bait. I forget what it's called. But anyway, uh, I pour my own soft bait. You know, I got the modes and I make my own because some of the prices on this stuff if you fish it's 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 nutty you know like what i'm looking at here where i got the glitter from uh, it's like uh, you get six of them for almost six bucks a dollar a piece well i can make them for like three or four pennies each so i uh pour my own but anyway uh, th- that's where the glitter came from that that uh whatever it is i was holding it's got blue glitter in it, and I guess a piece of it fell off of my uh, hand. 
All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and uh, what's coming up? What's coming up? I'm running out of time here. I'm actually way out of time, so let's see. What do we got coming up? Uh, we talked about the uh, jobs. <laughs> West Virginia. Boy, oh, boy. Your report cards, you got a D. You're going to be talking about that. Penske. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Penske, too. Penske truck leasing. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. This is The Kitchen Table. My name is Mike. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to get this all organized because I see I got copies of some things that I don't need. We talked about that. All right, yeah, we got copies of stuff. How did that happen? Huh. What? All right, that makes sense there. All right. All right, we don't. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Getting all this stuff organized. Well, when we go to print, and like I said earlier, you know, uh, in our first segment, the print got off just, you know, because when we're going through here, we're using the Word program and we're putting the stuff on there that we want to talk about, going to be bringing up and talking about today. And man, you get that off just a line or two and it, it just screws up everything. It, you know, it, it uh, but to keep it organized, we try to keep one article or one subject per page maybe two if there's room but we sure don't want to have anything run on more than one page because now if we get the pages out of order we're we're lost as uh you may have noticed <laughs> we're pretty lost anyway anyway business economists now see full recovery by the end of 21 according to a <clears throat> Survey. We know they're never wrong. Survey is a, a longer word for poll. I think people are trying to get away from using that term poll. Well, because U.S. economy's growth is likely slowing, but that's normal. It, it, you know, as the year winds down, things slow down. Plus, you know, you think about it, there's only, you know, really like two weeks and two, two and a half weeks in December where anybody's doing anything anyway. Everybody's in that Christmas mood, and then you got the holidays. And it's going to be a long one this year because Christmas and New Year's is on a Friday. So a lot of places are going to be shutting down the Thursday before, and a lot of them will not reopen till the Monday after the New Year's. So, yeah, longer than normal. But anyway, there's a growing number of economists that expect it to claw its way back to its pre-pandemic strength by the second year. As vaccines for the coronavirus become widely distributed, I saw today that the first person they they got the uh, uh, vaccine, or they're making a big deal out of it. I saw it here a minute ago. She's 90 years old. Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, the first person to receive the Pfizer vaccine, 90 years old. And man, they made a big production of it, too. That's fine. That's fine. But you know, they're saying, you know, it's a two-shot deal. You know, you don't go in and get one shot. You got to go back for another one. So you, And they're, they're, they're making it well known that you go in and get that first shot. It's going to hurt. You're going to know you had a vaccine. Then you got to go back for the second one. 
and then who knows. And I saw someplace, somewhere, one of them were saying it's only good for three months. Was that right? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. You, you know, there's a lot of information out there. And it's hit and miss. It depends on what, you know, it's it's that fake news thing. You know, we talked about that yesterday. That's one of those words that are, or phrases people don't like. But, uh, you know, you got to, there, there's so much information out there and so much misinformation. You don't know what's right or what's wrong. But anyway, anyway, back to the full recovery. Uh, that's the view from the latest survey or poll, and we know how those are, of the National Association for Business Economics. It found that 73% of those surveyed uh, forecasters say the economy will return to its pre-pandemic level by late 2021. That reflects greater optimism than forecasters had expressed a couple of months ago, when just 38% of them said they thought a full recovery could occur before 2022. Economists have been saying for months that only when vaccines are widely available to control or defeat the virus will the economy be able to sustain any meaningful recovery from the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression of the 1990s. Or 1930s, rather. Sorry. You know, we had a pretty uh, good kick in the rear end back in uh, 28, 2008. I remember that. Fuel prices went up for over five bucks a gallon. A lot of you remember that, too. Not a good time. Not a good time. Today in history, a lot of things have been going on today in history. Some sad things. Hey, but for you truckers, for you drivers out there, anybody's been in behind the wheel of a truck going down the road. This is a very important day for you. Why? Why? Because it allows your CB radio to actually broadcast. Coaxial cable is patented on this debate back in 1931. Coax runs out of the back of the radio to your antenna. This day back in 1940, the first NFL championship is broadcast on radio as the Chicago Bears beat the Washington Redskins 73 to nothing. Sounds like a uh, basketball game more than a football game. This day back in 1941, this is, if you heard the broadcast yesterday when we were talking about things that happened on this date in history, you had a pretty good idea that this was going to be brought up today. This day back in 1941, the U.S. entered World War II as it declared war on Japan. 1963, Frank Sinatra Jr., yeah, Frank's kid. Kidnapped from Harris South Lodge in Lake Tahoe. After Daddy paid $240,000 in marked bills, police found out that Junior was actually part of the abductor's plot. Yeah. And the thing is, it, it, uh, Junior died here a while back, but he went on to have a... Uh, Career. Not, not not like his dad, but he was singing anyway. Sad date back in 1980. A lot of us, uh, 1980 on this day, it was Monday. I remember this because uh, a lot of us found out when Howard Cosell during Monday Night Football. Came in and uh, broke in and told us the sad news that John Lennon had been shot and killed. 
1998, 22 years ago today, a blackout in San Francisco cut power to nearly a million people. Hey, I, uh, unless you've been through a power outage, you really can't appreciate it. You know, you hear about it, blackout, blah, 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 but man, unless you've really experienced it. It's, it's really hard to imagine what it'd be like because there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> there's no internet, no TV, no stove, no refrigerator. Uh, it, it, it's just nothing. I, I mean, nothing. But anyway. All right, today. What is today? Today is August the 8th, 2020. And yes, yesterday there was not a day. That that was weird. Usually somebody's got something somewhere where they've made it a day. Yesterday was not one of them, or our crack research team could not find anything about yesterday being something. But today, today is something. Today is National Chocolate Brownie Day. Yes, friends, brownies were created in the United States at the end of the 19th century. That would have been the late 1800s for those of you keeping track. <laughs> what is a brownie? Well, a brownie is a cross between a cookie and a cake. And as we all know, and they still are, they became very popular. So happy National Chocolate Brownie Day to you. Know, what else we got? What we got birthdays going to be talking about? Oh wait, I had something in here that uh, where'd it go? Man, we need uh, I need somebody to keep me more organized here. I got three piles of papers and I'm not getting anything talked about. Yeah, we talked about that. West Virginia, Mountain Mama. Didn't John Denver do a song about West Virginia? Seems like I, was, I read somewhere that he only used West Virginia. I think it was that song. Because it it, it, it uh, kind of rhymed <laughs> with what he already had. I don't know. There was no real reason. But uh, Civil Engineering Group has given West Virginia a D on their infrastructure report card. Now, what's that mean? Well, the West Virginia section of the American Society of Civil Engineers, we'll call it ASCE for short, gave West Virginia's infrastructure a grade of D in the section's first report card on the state's roads, bridges, drinking water, dams, and wastewater. The Civil Engineering Group gave the state a D in all five categories. A grade of D means the state's infrastructure is in poor condition with many elements nearing the end of their service life. In other words, hey, it's falling down around us, and we need to fix it. Now, you know, it seems to me that uh, when the interstate system, oh, Ike and company and government created the interstate system and all these things came to play, that there were... Uh, safeguards in place for keeping it fixed 
they had funds set aside. Okay, we're, we're bringing in this money, put in this fund so we can go back and repair all this stuff because it will wear out. What happened to that money? Well, politicians will borrow from it. They never paid it back. That's my understanding. I may be real, real, real wrong. Anyway, the report recommended creating bond programs. Let's figure out a way to get more money. We've got to get creative. More taxes, obviously. And that brings up another thing. It looks like uh, Missouri talking about raising their fuel taxes. <laughs> yeah, that's all you ever hear about. We need more money. Money, money, money. Need more. Need more. More. More money. More. 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 <laughs> I need more money, too. I'm sure you do, too. But anyway. So West Virginia... Somebody's going to be paying for something out there, that's for sure. Don't know what yet, but uh, you ought to be keeping an eye on your your politicians because they are going to come after some more money. they got to fix this stuff, and it's got to be fixed. And probably the government, U.S. government, is going to kick in a, a dollar here and there, too. But you can't be driving across bridges and the bridges fall down. This is not London. <laughs> We're going to take a break. You're at the kitchen table. We'll be back in two minutes. I know I'm in the mood for a chocolate brownie, too, now that I've talked about it. Hey, welcome back. You're at the kitchen table. We get together every Monday through Friday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time. And we talk about the news. We talk about things happening. We talk about things that uh, might be important to you. We talk about things that have absolutely no bearing on anything whatsoever. <laughs> but we get together and we have fun doing it. If you'd like to be part of it, you can shoot me an email, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Uh, fill out a form on our website. Or you can call us, studio, studio line, 479 6680 213. Question of the day. Matter of fact, you can use the aforementioned ways to contact us to answer this if you wish. If you want to play. In the past year, about 10% of us have done this while on the clock. What is it? Hmm. In the past year, about 10% of us have done this while at work. What is it? And let's not let the mind go into the gutter again. Because <laughs> it's not going to be anything like that. Okay, here's some things you might need to know. Our crack research team came up with. You might need to know these, these things we're going to be talking about. Maybe not. Bob Dylan has sold his songwriting catalog more than 600 copyrights, spanning 60 years. He's with uh, Meg Ryan. Isn't he with Meg Ryan now? No, maybe I'm wrong. Who, who's he with? I, I, yeah, I know it floored me. Uh, I saw it the other day. Boy, I would sure hate to start any rumors like that, you know? <laughs> I don't know. All right, maybe I'm wrong, because I'm not saying anything here. She was a melon camp, I remember that. Maybe Wikipedia tells me something. Uh nope. Alright, maybe I'm maybe I'm way off base here. Okay, let, let's try one more thing. 
Uh, Bob Dylan girlfriend. Uh, nope. Well, who am I thinking of? Hmm. I don't know. I saw it here a while back. Here's the other one. Oh, Neil Young. That's who I'm thinking of. It's Neil Young. It's gotta be. Ah, uh, yeah, it's not Meg Ryan either. It's Daryl Hannah. All right. Yeah, that's kind of a trip too, Daryl Hannah. And, but anyway, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, Bob Dylan uh, sold a songwriting catalog kind of like uh, Michael Jackson did. Uh, he sold it to Universal Publishing Group. Around $300 million. Yeah, why not? I mean, for crying out loud, how old is Bob now? He's... I know he's pushed, he's in his 70s, right? He's got to be. Yeah, almost 80, 79, why not? You know, take the 300 mil. Live out the last uh, few years high on the, he's been living high on the hog. Literally, pardon the pun, for a long, long time. IRS says there are over a million tax returns that they have yet to process this year. Mine's one of them. Mine is one of them. I know that because I overpaid. And they uh, need to be sending me money, but uh, boy, tell you what, you owe them money. <laughs> but they owe you, forget it. All right, now I'm not kidding around about this. This is something you may or may not need to know, but I'm serious about this one. I'm, I'm serious about all these you might need to know because, well, our crack research team here... At the kitchen table, they, they spend countless hours coming up with this information. But I'm not kidding. There are now Kellogg's Fruit Loops candy canes. Might be pretty good. About 150 General Motors dealers are parting ways with its Cadillac brand rather than making the expansive, expansive, expensive upgrades. Expensive, expansive. You say expansive, it's going to be expensive. Anyway, if you're a Cadillac dealership, apparently GM wants you to upgrade your stuff, and it's going to cost you around $200,000. Uh, so that it's stuff they require in order to sell its electric cars. We're, we're at that. You know, if you're my age... You're kind of at that, you know, we, we were kind of born at an exciting time in history because, you know, hey, we got the microwave, VCRs, that kind of stuff. And also, and we, and we caught the tail end of the fun stuff, you know, the hot rods and things like that. But we're also experiencing the first of the uh, new stuff. And some people may think that's pretty cool and pretty exciting. I don't. I, I'd rather have the hot rods. I don't want automatic big trucks. I, I, I want a 15-speed. I want to feel like I'm driving a truck. <laughs> but anyway. Well, In-N-Out Burger recently opened a location in Colorado Springs. First one out there. And I don't get this either. Why would you line up? Why would there be a 14-hour long line to buy a hamburger? That's that. Yeah. 
Lines to buy food were up to 14 hours long. Seriously. One guy waited in line 60 hours to guarantee his spot. That's uh, not... You know, I, I almost get spending the night at a movie theater so you can see the next Star Wars movie. Almost. Not quite. But I, you know, I, I, I get spending the night at Best Buy for Black Friday. But standing in line for 60 hours to buy a hamburger? Uh-uh. Don't get that one. Sweet potato pies. Patty LaBelle has her own brand of sweet potato pies, and you can get those at Walmart. <laughs> they are. Get this, they're selling at a rate of one every two seconds. <sighs> well, good for Patty. But, uh... I like sweet potatoes. I don't know, it might be pretty good. It might be pretty good. From the Did You Know department, 60% of us plan to out-gift someone during the holiday season this year. <laughs> you see that a lot on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Remember that show? Yeah, uh, Robert and Ray always trying to one-up each other. The average woman burns over 15,000 calories a year shopping. So ladies, there you go. I will not tell my wife that because she'll want to shop more. Oh, cool. On average, men get tired of shopping after about 26 minutes. I was thinking seconds, but okay, we'll go minutes. Germany is the only country where the McRib is available all year long. I wonder why there. 34% of people have made this fashion fall pall at work by wearing a price tag still attached to their clothes. It's not a fall pall. It's because they plan on taking it back. Getting their money back. You know, wear it once, take it back. Almost 50% of it. I know a lot of you went, oh, gross. But what about rented tuxedos? Huh? Almost 50% of Americans lie when they go to the doctor. About what? I, you know, if I, if I, if I'm spending the money, matter of fact, my doctor called, uh, the office called the other day because I'm due for an appointment and forget it. I'm not about to. Their, their office is inside the hospital. And, okay, now get this. Okay, my doctor's office is inside the hospital. It's up on the fifth floor. Okay, the last time I went, they wanted me to uh, go get some blood work done, you know. Okay, where do you want me to go? Where you got to get it's, it's down the street about two blocks. What? <laughs> now, wait a minute. I've been in the hospital before. I know people come around and they, you know, take your blood. I know you've got a lab here, you know. Uh, now, I had to go to the walking clinic two blocks down the road. I thought that was crazy, man. I thought it was nuts. So, uh, anyway, my doctor's office called me the other day, wanted me to uh, schedule my next annual. Ain't happening right now. The last thing I'm going to do is walk into a hospital. And if they want me to get blood work, there's no way I'm going to walk into a walk-in clinic. Not happening. You know, you go in to get blood work, walk out. 
with COVID-19. Now, you know, if you go in today and you get blood work or something, they're, they're going to want to check you for COVID-19. Not going to happen. But anyway, the average 35-year-old woman owns at least three bridesmaid dresses and really can't use any of them. I know that, you know, it's one-time use. Sales of orange juice have gone down, fallen about 40% over the past 20 years. Well, the reason is no more Anita Bryant. Wasn't it about 20 years ago that Anita quit? Wasn't the uh, <laughs> spokesperson for uh, orange juice anymore? I remember her commercials. OJ, she was she was it. A lot of you don't have a clue who Anita Bryant is, but uh, in years past, she was a big name. Matter of fact, I'm trying to see if I can. She's still around. We are. Yeah, there she is. She was a singer, and uh, yeah, she's she's 80 years old. Uh, born March 25th, 1940, and uh, yeah, she got into uh, some type of scrape. They wouldn't use her anymore. And I'm sure it's something to do with the... Uh, they're not even going to tell us about it. But anyway. Yeah, some type of... Somebody didn't like what she said. And, you know, after that, everything was history. You know how it goes. All right. People with brain damage... And this is weird. People with brain damage can suffer from joke addiction. And here we go. Another study. My neurologist showed that some patients who suffered from brain trauma have developed damage on the right-hand side of their brain. They have a compulsive obsession to tell jokes, which they find hilarious, while not finding other people's jokes funny at all. In other words, their jokes are hilarious, but by golly, your joke, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. All right, welcome to the... Uh, kitchen table yeah we sit around you get the idea we sit around here and we talk about everything anything and uh we fix all the problems with the world the conversation will take us wherever it takes us and at the end of the hour we go about our way <laughs> we do it every monday through friday morning 9 a.m we got more to come still got more to talk about one more segment to go so don't go anywhere we're going to take a couple of minute break, and we'll be back in two minutes here at the kitchen table. Hey, welcome back to the kitchen table. I'm Michael, your host. Every Monday through Friday morning, 9 a.m., we get together for an hour. You can hear the broadcast obviously, on FBTV Radio every Monday through Friday morning at 9. If you miss it, it's replayed throughout the day in its entirety on FBTV Radio. Also, it will be uh, added as a podcast. You can find that podcast at uh, by doing a simple search on your favorite podcast app. Look for a, a Freight Broker TV podcast, you know. Simple enough, Freight Broker TV. You'll see it, can't miss it. And we would really appreciate it if you give us, you know, a big rating, five-star rating on our podcast or whatever podcast app you're using. Leave a nice comment if you would. Follow us on Twitter. Find us on Twitter, at Freight TV. 
following us on Twitter has its purpose. You find out when we are posting videos. You find out when we are doing live broadcast reminders. And if anything important comes up, we'll be sure to share it. <laughs> this just popped in my mind. You know, this story about the man and the woman that got married. And the man's telling somebody, yeah, you know, my wife and I, we... We made an agreement when we first got married. She make all the major decisions. We've been married 20 years and no major decisions yet. <laughs> or something like that anyway. All right. Oh, also YouTube. Follow us on YouTube. Ring the bell. Give us a thumbs up. You know, all that helps. Penske. Uh, this kind of, uh, looking over this this morning, I was saying, well, that's pretty interesting, kind of wild. I, I get where they're going, but if you... See, you know, when you do stuff like this, and you, you read stuff like this, and you see it, you got to uh, you got to kind of read between the lines. Okay, here's the story. Penske announces fleet upgrade leasing program. Uh, Penske, truck le Penske Truck Leasing launched a program that lets carriers sell their old trucks so they can lease a new one. Now, this was just announced yesterday. Now, some of you that might be listening to this, you're going, hey, well, okay, tell me more. Okay. Through sell to lease, Penske promises to buy the O trucks with no exceptions, including age or condition. The carriers will then have the ability to lease new top of the line trucks. Penske said it allows businesses to free up capital and make the move toward leasing. When you buy used trucks, no exceptions. No, no, when? It says we buy. Uh, Penske, we buy used trucks, no exceptions. That's according to Jim Logger. Senior Vice President of Sales at Penske Truck Leasing, this program gives truck fleets the opportunity to take advantage of the benefits of leasing with Penske, like custom specs, comprehensive preventive maintenance, 24-7 roadside assistance, quick access to rental trucks at preferred rates, Vehicle licensing, permits, tax reporting, and regulatory compliance. Penske said selling an existing fleet eliminates carrying costs, which frees up capital for the business. The company also promises to present a fair and competitive offer that makes sense for the business. Carriers also have the chance to save money since they won't have to advertise the truck or refurbish it prior to the sale. That is creative. We'll buy your truck. In return, we'll also lease you a truck. <laughs> I mean, I that might make sense. Now, as a trucking company, does it make sense for you? I, well, it depends. You know, that, that's obviously going to be a tax write-off. Obviously, you know, you are going to... Uh, enter into a contract with Penske. I, t I you know, I, I've been, I've been a dry, I drove for a company that had a lease truck. I'm not going to say the name of the company. It wasn't Penske. I'm not going to say the name of the company, but they had a leased truck. And for all it's worth, I despised it. Here's why. Because in their contract with this company they leased the truck from, 
I had to buy fuel from their company locations. Not a truck stop. No truck stops. Only their locations is where I was allowed to buy fuel. And that was just a pain in the rear. Because I had, you know, I had to carry it around a little buck. And whenever I was getting close to needing fuel, I'd have to find out where the location was where I could buy fuel. Now, granted, you know, you got the 2,000-point service when you went in to get fuel or whatever it was. But for a driver, give me a break. I don't know what kind of, you know, Penske's probably got a thing going on here that's pretty good for some people. Not for me. It's not something I'd be interested in. Because, uh, I don't know, something about leasing and it not being yours kind of uh, hits me the wrong way. You know what I mean? But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just thought I'd share that with you. All right, is it your birthday today? If it is, well, happy birthday to you. You are in pretty good company. Eli Whitney was born on this day back in 1765. Cotton gin, Eli. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr., the Candy Man, part of the Rat Pack, 1925. Flip Wilson, Geraldine. He's born in 1933. We lost him way too soon. Lost him back in 98. Book him, Dano. Remember that? Book him, Dano. I'm talking about the original Book him, Dano. <laughs> I think, you know, I watched the uh, Hawaii 5.0. One of the new, uh, well, new, it's already, they've already canceled it, haven't they? But uh, I was watching one of the episodes and somebody said that. You know, Book him, Dano. But anyway. James MacArthur, he played Danny Williams, Dano, on the original Hawaii Five-O. He was born in the state back in 1937. Jimmy Morrison, yeah, The Doors. He was born in the state back in 1943. Greg Allman, 1947. I had a chance to meet Greg back in the uh, 80s. Pretty laid-back guy, nice guy. I mean, you know, for what it was, two strangers. I, mean, I was a stranger to him. He Five minutes after we met, he probably... Didn't even remember, but he was a nice guy. He was he was sociable. Kim Basinger, she was born on this date back in 1953. Sam Kennison, oh, how funny he was. His, his real name, I guess, Charlie Hoover. That's what it says here. Is that right? Eh, maybe. Anyway, 1953, Terry Hatcher. Yeah, Desperate Housewives Terry Hatcher. She was born on this date back in 1964. I, that Cadillac commercial she was in several years ago, I loved that commercial. I thought she was so good in that. Something about it was just really, really sexy, you know. Philip Rivers, quarterback for the Chargers. Or former quarterback. I don't know. I never watched the NFL anymore. Last time I watched, he was quarterback. He may not be anymore. You know, he may not even be in the... It says football player. Anyway, born in the state back in 1981. So if you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you, too. On this chocolate brownie day. <laughs> if you want to let us know about your birthday, if it's coming up, you can do that. We make it real easy on you. All you've got to do is send me an email. Let me know about you, your friend, your family member, your loved one. Going to be having a birthday. 
Send it to me at Freight Broker TV, uh, FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. Go to our website at FreightBrokerTV.com. Fill out a form or you can call and leave a message for me on our Studio Lines voicemail, 479-668-0213. All right, we're about to run over again today. I, 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 I'm trying to watch my time. I know, Mr. Producer, but I keep on talking, don't I? All right. It's Tuesday, December 8th. Go have a great day. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. Talk to you in the morning. Bye-bye.